This is Join the Dots. So this is day six of COP26, 6th of November 2021. There was a demonstration today in Glasgow and in several cities and towns across the world. It's Global Day for Climate Justice. So Paul and I went on to the march. It was drich, as the Scots call it, a wet rain, grey, like walking through the clouds themselves. But then it did calm down and then it rained again. <laughs> um, but it is very crowded. In fact, we went to the end of the march, or when we finished the march, and we walked back across the route. An hour later, people were still walking. During the march and in the Glasgow Green, where it ended, I had the chance to interview a few people. A few of them were like us, attending COP itself, um, as well as going on the street. So I asked them why both. Um, some of them were not... Uh, in the COP, they wanted to be, but they weren't accredited. They couldn't go in. Please listen to the very end. At the very end, I was uh, lucky to be able to talk to a 75-year-old woman who came from Oaxaca in Mexico. She spoke in her language. It was translated to Spanish and from Spanish to English. She ends this update. Tomorrow is a rest day at COP, and I will also have a rest. Um, but I'll be back on Monday the 8th from day 8 of the COP. My name is Lisa. I am from Germany, and I'm here marching at the um, climate strike in Glasgow. Um, because I deeply care about climate justice. It is not only an environmental issue, even though that is also already reason to be here, but it is also a matter of justice. There are lots of people in the global south that are already affected by climate change impacts today that they have not contributed to. Um, I work in the climate sphere, let's say, so I know the numbers, I know how bad it is and how urgently we finally need to get our act together and implement policies that reduce emissions now and not just rely on pledges to reach climate neutrality by 2040 or 2050. Thank you. So that's why we're both in the COP and on the streets. Yes, exactly. It's important to be in, let's say, dialogue with policymakers and yet also keep the pressure on the streets up. Thank you. Based in Glasgow, yeah. Glasgow School of Arts. Yeah. So, yeah. so Where are you on the march? Um, oh, we went to walking. We kind of wanted to sort of look at the more visual aspects of um, uh, the sort of climate crisis. As artists, we are the sign makers. We're the banner makers. We're the people who signpost to the issues, and that creates the conversation. So we wanted to start the conversation as we mean to go on. In peace. In peace and love thank you uh, hey i'm from mexico i am in the cop because i'm representing different indigenous peoples from around mexico mainly uh, in order to redignify their ways of life as 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 a mean to to protect biodiversity and change the systems um, I think being inside and outside the 
the, the negotiation rooms is crucial because otherwise there, there's a constant disconnection between what's really happening out there, like in the front lines and the consequences and the negotiations. Uh, yeah, otherwise I think it's only empty talk inside the negotiation rooms that keeps constantly being not, repre not representing the voices of the people and, and still just political agendas uh, being nice and, <laughs> and pretending to care when, when I think if they really care they have to be on the street going to the territories and understanding what's the real consequence of their actions. Um, I think that's the only way forward, uh, changing system and that changing system has to come from the bottom up but also from, from the top down, otherwise we'll endlessly be disconnected in, in our discourses. Thank you. No, thank you. It's a nearly against the government. It's a nearly 900 people is dead in this protest and no any media for cover, covering the, uh, you know this one and now is uh, you know already is too much media here and uh, you know you want to bring them yeah. to pay attention yes the farmers were protesting against the indian government yes but why why were they protesting because uh, they make a free law against farmers what so they kind of like uh, ms ms and some other is it, is it storage or they give to all things private uh -huh. so people private but all farmers like suffering they can't get enough money no. for their food no nearly nine hundred people is getting this protest in, in nearly now is one year up to one year uh, but no any solution is no Modi coming here I don't know use you sort of do a problem on for a problem, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. coming here. But I don't know why 900 on people, you know, is dead, but coming here is all world level problem, you know. You sort your home problems with husband, you know. Okay, thank you. My name is Sophie Grigg, I'm a senior campaigner for Survival International and so we're extremely concerned about the plan, the 30 by 30 plan, which is a plan to turn 30% of the earth and sea into protected areas and so we know from experience that indigenous people's rights are violated in protected areas. Evictions, killings, murder, rapes are absolutely endemic and part of the system of protected areas and at the moment about 15% of the planet is protected areas so this 30 by 30 plan is going to double the number of protected areas that's double the misery double the land theft double the abuses and so we're we're campaigning against that it's being dressed up as a plan as part of a nature-based solution to and it's part of a massive attempt by the conservation organizations to get more money to, um, for their own uh, protected areas and campaigns and at the risk of the suggest? rights of indigenous people. What do you suggest instead? So absolutely, the study after study shows that indigenous peoples are the best um, guardians of the earth. They are, you know, if you look at studies that show comparing protected areas run by governments or by NGOs with the land recognized, legally recognized by indigenous peoples, the indigenous peoples do a far better job. There's lower deforestation, there's lower forest fires. 
um, there's better biodiversity. So actually recognizing the rights of indigenous peoples, that's the solution, not giving more money to protect to um, conservation organizations or to double to increase the number of protected areas because that just leads to more human rights violations and it isn't so saving the climate crisis or the biodiversity crisis thank you it also makes okay. me wonder what happens to the 70 percent of the land if it's protected 30 yeah well that's the other thing we've done our job I mean, that's like the whole notion, isn't it, of offsets and things. It's like, well, you just allocate a certain place, which means everywhere else gets a green light to destroy and, and pollute. Thank you. Um, good afternoon. My name is Maria. I'm from Peru. I'm representing the indigenous communities called Minga. We are over 145 people that came from different places in, from South America. The reason why we're here and part of the COP26 is to raise awareness about how we can protect the Amazon and our rights and then how we can help the communities um, to, yes, to protect our planet. So thank you for listening. Natalia Cruz Bautista Bacheños Snubico Ya batiña Dakani nishi nishi ka kwe tata chachu nyoyo kwe yuku Stand back a little bit from them, yeah? Yeah. Mi nombre es Natalia Cruz Bautista y vengo de San Juan Mixtepet, Ñosabi. Vengo a contarles sobre la medicina natural que uso para curar a la gente. My name is Natalia, I come from um, Mexico, from Oaxaca, and I've come to show about using natural herbs to heal people. And you said she's 75? Yes, she's 75. Yes. And has has she met anyone in the COP or has she been out? No, entraste al dentro. No. No, they didn't get any invites to come. Um, we're part of Minga Indikina, which is a group of people, and they were given a few passes to go in as observers. All they did was were able to go in and give a letter. Um, apart from that, I've been trying really hard to get their voices on the inside as well. It hasn't happened. Same old story. The elders and the indigenous people have been kept out. What, what would they say if they went in? Si puedes entrar, ¿qué quieres decir? No entramos porque no estamos acreditadas para entrar, nos dijeron. Yeah, they can't go in because they're not accredited. Sí, pero ellos preguntaron, si puedes entrar, ¿qué quieres decir? Si pudiera entrar. Pues hablar de cómo convivimos o cómo cómo conservamos todo lo de la naturaleza y cómo nos organizamos los pueblos indígenas para tener un vivir en un bien común entre todos que somos trabajamos siempre pensamos en colectividad. So what they'd like to say is you know how we actually live, how we take collect to collective decisions and you know the way that the indigenous people live really it's um you know so very different and there's yeah, I mean, so yeah, I'm, I was then going into my own interpretation, um, but that's really, you know, is their message? It's like we can learn so much from them about their way of life, how they live in community, and they make decisions together. That doesn't happen here at all. 
So, yeah, but, you know, to get their voices heard, just uh, sadly, that's not how it is. We can do a little bit in our little way. El mensaje que mandaría yo a todos los líderes es que, que cuiden el agua porque es vida y que cuiden la madre tierra porque nos da la medicina para vivir. The message that she would give to the leaders is that you need to look after the water because that's what gives us life and you need to look after the Mother Earth because that's what gives us our medicine. Thank you for listening and we'd love to hear from you on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. <laughs>